Hello, hello, everyone's back for another episode of It's Tempting Pod with Casey and Aaron. Woohoo! <laughs> okay, I think I can confidently, like confidently, confidently say this is going to be our shortest episode. Oh, like, yeah. Yes, like, I, I feel like it has to be under an hour. I'm confident too. Okay? Right? It has to be. Has to be. Because we has already be. did literally the last episode, three fourths of the final episode of your season was your final bonfire. Like we yeah. literally have 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, there's there's no way. There's no way. So you guys, so really quick, I know I've already said it a million times, but just thank you everyone for all the love that I got from that last episode. It felt really fucking good. You guys, I really thought I was going to go the rest of my life and never watch that ever again. And it's been like a black cloud hanging over my life. Okay. (laughs) And I feel so good that I watched it. It's behind me. Everyone like received the episode so well and just love all of you. So yeah, I just want to say that one more time because it really means the world to me. Yeah. You got some amazing feedback. I was so happy. I I was like a proud little co-host. I know, man. Good shit. We don't have to go over anything before we start, right? I don't think so. Okay, you guys, by the way, today, instead of podcasting at my desk, I decided to podcast in my bed. So <laughs> Nova is a routine, a creature of routine. So she's already like, what the fuck is going on? So if she barks at all, she has, she's been so good for so many episodes. That's what's going on. Hopefully she's good. Um, oh, her little Paul, you're like. I know. Yeah. Her, she's like, what are you doing? Oh. Okay. So anything we have to go over before, before we start? Nope. Okay. So basically, it's Javen and Shari time. Yep. Javen and Shari time. So the episode starts. Javen is driving up to the bonfire. He's deep breathing. He's looking at his paper. And like, it's, I mean, did you get the vibe? Like, say if you didn't already know what happened. Did you get the vibe that he was going to propose? I wouldn't say propose. I would okay. say just like really excited to like to see, see Shari, like be reunited. You know, it's been a month. Just see what she has to say. And yeah, yeah I didn't get like engagement vibes, but I definitely okay. got like, okay, they're going to leave together. You know what I mean? Okay. See, I think, I think I'm so messed up because – I think I'm so messed up because I know what happened. You know what I mean? So I, yeah. when I watch it, I'm like, oh my God, like he's so nervous because he's going to propose. But I feel like that's just because I know what's going to happen. Yeah. No, I mean, I definitely think he looks nervous and excited. But I think because all the other guys going up like in the Escalade looked like nervous and like they were going to shit themselves. Yeah, like, I, I was, was going like, to say they're going to their death. <laughs> Like, it's like he's the only one who, like, <laughs> looks excited. So I think we're just, like, really, like, riding we're back. Pumped. We're pumped. We're <laughs> yeah. like, yes. We got some wholesome, wholesome, happy behavior. Like, this dude's stoked. Literally. Okay. Um, so he it says he's so excited to see his baby girl. He wants to see her, hold her, and feel her touch. The way he's so smiley in the Escalade just warms my soul. Like, he is so excited to see her. I know. I wonder, like, I mean, you've been around him and Shari a couple of times or more than a couple. Yeah. Like, 
is he always like that? Or do you think this is because it's been a month and stuff? Like, is he a very um, affectionate, loving, like giddy person towards other people and to Shari? Because I don't know. I've never met him. Yeah. So he's like uh, one thing I actually love about him. And I've literally told this to him like back when we hung out, like he's he comes off to the public and like people that he's not comfortable around, like as like a very serious and like almost like stoic person. I feel like that's the right word, like very like serious and just like I don't know, serious. Yeah. But no, there's times where like when he's comfortable with you, like with Shari, where he gets like very smiley and giddy and it's like honestly the cutest shit. Like I tell him, I'm like, oh my gosh, like you're just like the smiliest guy. Yeah. Like it looks adorable. Yeah. That's like genuine Javen. Like he's, he's really excited. You could tell he's like, I made it through this experience and he's, he's genuinely like so excited to see her. Oh, good. So he says, I feel like I'm a way different person as an individual. I know what I want. Hopefully she'll accept me for who I am and how much I've grown. And I can't wait to share that with her. And I just, again, in my notes, I just write, I wrote, I love everything about what he's saying. Anything yeah. you want to No, that's basically what I have. And I feel the same way. I think he's great. <laughs> yeah, great. No, no, nothing bad to say about Javen ever. Mm-mm. Shari, she's driving in and she seems serious, but then sometimes she's smiley. So her behavior, like it switches up. I feel like sometimes in the Escalade, she comes off very serious. Sometimes she comes off really smiley. Mm -hmm. She says she learned that she doesn't have to rely or be codependent on anybody. And then she says that she's still confused, right? I don't understand what she's confused about. We're on the same page. I don't understand it. I don't. I don't like... I I, like I have nothing against Shari and it's not that I don't like her in your season yeah I just don't understand what she's saying half the time like with the she's changed so changed so much she's figured out so much about herself she's a different person now yeah she is confused like none of that adds up like I just feel like Everything is very surface level and that's where I question the authenticity. Like it's like, are the producers telling you to say these little cutouts and now they're putting them in because what you're saying, it it literally does not make sense with your storyline. Yeah. And I also want to know how you've changed. Yeah. How are you a different person? Because what you're saying six times in a row is very surface level. There's no evidence to back it up. Like I've changed because of this. I'm a different person because of this. Yeah. I want to work on this. There, we we don't get any examples. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, what are you confused <laughs> about? You're saying you're confused. Well, we're confused because I don't know what you could be confused about. I, I don't know what she could be confused about either because I feel like the whole time she just like wanted to be back with Javen. Now she's about to be reunited with Javen and she's confused. I don't know. So I thought that was a little like random. I definitely noticed that. I put that in my notes because I she says that in that it's either in yeah. the escalator in the in a confessional while she's driving in the escalator and I was like just very taken aback. Yeah, same. So she says hi to Mark and then she sits down and she's smiley and giggly at the, in this moment. She says that she feels she's in such a different place and that she was when she started this journey. She's ready to see Javen and just to see like where his head is at. She tells Mark she's a little nervous because that's natural, but she's ready to figure things out and just move forward. Yep. 
So then Javen, Javen, Javen. Oh my God, so smiley. Literally, I'm not even going to lie. Javen has like set the standard for me on like men. Like if a man is not this excited to see me after a month, like he ain't the one, okay? Like the the way Javen walked into this bonfire was just five stars, gold trophy, like blown away. Yes, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. So he comes in. He's just smiling ear to ear. He says, my baby girl, oh my God, you look so good. You're golden, looking like a Greek (laughs) goddess. He's like going off, okay, this guy. Can I just add, finally, we have a couple who's like hugging and acknowledging each other. It's so nice, man. Like, it's so refreshing. All the other ones, it was just ice. Literally ice. Like, no one wanted anything to do with each other. But Javen, I'm sorry, like, Javen waltzes in and is just like calling her a Greek goddess. Loved it. So then she says to him why he's going off on her in in a good way. He sa- she says it's been forever. He hugs her and he can't keep his hands off and says, "Look at you. You look refined. You're sharp." He's like going on and on. I was dying. I was cracking up. I I literally put on my notes. I was like, "I'm in love with all of this." And then he says, "God damn, girl." And Mark is like, Mark's just like, when you're ready, we'll continue. And Mark's like laughing. Mark is like letting him, like Javen go off. And then he asks Javen how he is. Shari is smiling and they have like their arms locked together while they're like sitting on their little stumps. Um, okay. So then Shari goes first and just this whole time, just still the way Javen is acting and looking at her. Javen is just killing me. He's amazing. It was so cute. He goes... Do I face her? And Mark's like, uh, yeah, I mean, I would if I were you. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Javen's like, oh, that's my girlfriend. Yeah, like, he's like, this is my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. so cute. It was adorable. Yeah, man, I'm telling you, ladies, if you wanted to, he would. If you are if you have any doubt if your man is into you or not or have any questions, watch Javen in this bonfire. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. So then Shari's smiling really big now. And she says that her experience has been so up and down. After the first bonfire, she wanted to go home. She was going through a lot emotionally, and she learned a lot about herself. She feels stronger as an individual, and she feels like she's in a different place now. She's grown so much. She feels more grounded. She admits that she puts up a wall and can be really cold, and those are things she wants to change. And just Javen's face. We keep saying it. Javen's face the whole time is amazing. He is like grinning ear to ear listening to everything that she's saying and Mm -hmm. then she finishes off with she wants their lives to be different yes and i mean i thought the beginning of it was very just repetitive like you're just repeating different phrases um that mean the same thing yeah but i thought the end where she was like i like i know i can be cold and that's something i want to work on i was like okay like i appreciate her saying that yeah it's like you're you're acknowledging something you genuinely need to work on and you're explaining it. You're just not saying, you know, I've changed so much and I want to be different and I am different and I learned a lot. Like there's finally an example and I agree with her example. I yeah. think that's something she does need to work on yeah. based off of what we saw. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So then he tells her that coming to this experience – by the way, when she says she wants things to be different – 
No, no. It leaves us on that crazy cliffhanger later, later, right? Not right then. Yes. Okay. Not right I now. was going to say. Javen goes. Yeah. So then Javen goes and he tells her that coming to this experience was his true test to show his love and devotion towards her before they got here. All they knew was each other. We didn't focus on us as individuals and it was a struggle. It kind of reached a point where it got very passionate. We just argued because we struggled to figure out who we were and then he says that he got the chance to know himself and figure himself out he was struggling at first it was rough and then shari kind of like giggles at that and admits that she was struggling too (laughs) and he was like telling the girls don't touch me get away from me it was a lot he says you were always on my mind not this was cute He says, not a second, minute, or hour, or day went by where I didn't think about you. I told myself, I just can't wait to see this girl and give her all I have and show her how much better I am. I love you, baby girl. You are something special. Just pure, man. I know. My heart melted. I know. I I know. So stinking sweet. I do think they had, like, very parallel experiences. Very. Like, they both struggled in the beginning for sure and then finally opened up. Yep. were able to, like, become friends with people. Yeah. Like, it, you know, they, they had the same experience. Very parallel. Yeah. Yes. Just I love how he words everything. He's just so – um, he's just so genuine, man. He just says the best things. It's just like how can – I wonder, like, how – how they fight and stuff. And that's like a quote he said that they would start arguing because Well, I you know. think we saw it at the um the single reveal. Yeah. You know? It just goes from I guess so it goes like zero to a hundred. Hot to cold. Yeah. yeah, cold to hot, whatever. So then Javen finishes up with nothing came nowhere near close to you. I can't even think about giving myself to anybody else. I'm leaving with you, period. Okay. I was like, LOL, this guy is coming into this confident. He's like, I am not leaving without you, girl. I love that, though. It's like, yeah, tell me that. Right? No questions that's, asked. That's what I want, man. Just straightforwardness. Yes. So Mark says, we need to hear Shari out. And then he, and then Javen is like, I do, I do. So then Shari's turn. She yes. says... She says that she's made a lot of friendships and she's connected and seen things from other perspectives. She feels like she's in such a different place now and she definitely feels like she's grown a lot on her own and she wants them both to have their own lives and it keeps panning to Mark and Javen's faces and they both look stressed. At one point, I was like, am I watching the right one? Yeah. Like, is this the right episode? Like, I do not remember it leaving off like this. Yeah. No, I was actually shook. I After I watched it, I remember how it left us on this cliffhanger, but it shocked me again watching it again. Yeah. And I even said putting a production, putting that commercial break right there was insane. Like, that was so yes. wild for that. Like, are you kidding me? So, yeah, crazy commercial break. Anything to say before we continue? Nope. Okie doke. So we get back from that crazy cliffhanger commercial break. And then she finally says that she feels a lot stronger and it's okay for him to have female friends. And then his his relief when she finally is like giggling and like you could see his relief was like palpable. Yes. And then she says, and it's okay for her to have male friends. He can't stop smiling the whole time. And then she tells him that she definitely wants to leave together. Oh. And then my note that I have next, I said, I loved when she said, I want to re. Oh, yeah, I did love this. 
Um, yeah, I know what you're going to say. Yeah, yeah, I loved when she said, I want to redate each other and just be better and stronger together. Like, I love that whole idea. It's like they begin, yeah. they've been together a while. They have a lot of history. Like, some shit uh-huh. has happened. I yeah. love the whole idea of, like, we love each other. We want this to work. Clean slate. Like, let's redate yes. each other and do this right. Yeah. Like, I love that. And, yeah, and I love how she followed up with – and I want you to be who you want to be. Yes, yes. Like that part was so cute. I was like, yes. okay, sorry. This, this, the, the, the ice is melting yeah. around the heart. Yes. <laughs> no, I I loved all of this that she said because he's so happy. You can see like when he, she's yes. telling him this, it's like such a relief to him. Like you could see it's like bringing him real joy. And the exact yeah. quote that she said, which I loved, I feel like when you're with the right person and you're really in love, like this is all you want to hear from that person. She says, I've been kind of pressuring you to be this person and I want you to be who you want to be. And I literally put in all caps, like I loved that because that yeah. is the goal. Like, yes, we all want to find someone that just like accepts us as who we are. Yeah, and you can be yourself around. You can be and yourself not, like, and that, like they just – they love you exactly as you are. Mm-hmm. Yep. So then they walk away from the bonfire holding hands and again, he's just – I keep saying he's being cute as hell. He's like, oh my god, I'm with you. Whoa, what the fuck? Yeah. He's like, this shit was crazy. <laughs> and he's like holding oh on god. to her. And then in the confessional, he says, I love Shari to the moon and back. Our love, our love bends time and space. We are – we are, I don't know. Is that what he said? What did he say? We are, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, forget that, you guys. I don't know what I'm putting in my notes. If but anyone knows if, if anyone knows what he said, DM us. He says, <laughs> I, I know for a fact, though, he does say, I love Shari to the moon and back. Our love bends time and space. I love the heck out of that woman. That's my baby girl. She is something special to me. He keeps saying that. I love that. Yeah, that's cute. So then – then they go around the corner and they sit down for a little talk. Okay, so the first time you saw this season without knowing, did you still not like them sitting down on the bench? Would you were you still like not sure what, what was going to happen? I think this is when it started to register for me. Okay, gotcha. Because I was like, why are they pausing another, there? Right, but then another part of me was like, okay, hold up. This is the first couple and only couple who left together. So maybe this is normal. Oh, you're right. We Think all didn't it. leave together. God, we had a, yes. rough, we had a rough season. <laughs> rough go about. Shit, yeah, you're right. You're right. So maybe this is just normal for the people that actually go home together. Right, right. No, right. <laughs> Seriously, I think it like I teetered, but then I was like, no, he's way too giddy. Yeah. Like, you can tell he's excited. something's up. Yeah. So the way that he's looking at her when he has her stand up after he says, like, come here. Um, go, wait, Ugh. wait, <laughs> does he say he came here to find out if she's the one he wants to be with forever? Forever. And that's how yes. he like started. And he found that answer. Yes. Yeah. God, Javen, just killing it. Again, 10 out yeah. of 10. He literally said, coming here, he had a question, and that was if he found the woman he wanted to be with for the rest of his life, and he found that answer. He kisses her and says he wants to spend the rest of his life with her. She giggles and says, me too. And at this point, honestly, I don't think it's registering with Tashari what's going on. I don't think so either. (laughs) I don't think it's registering. Like, they are not on the same level of excitement. Like, I'm like, come on, girl. I need you to. <laughs> like, light bulb. Like, something's happening right now. Because right. all she right. says after that, she says, me too. And then he doubles down and he says, like, forever. 
because I think he's like, yo, like, I need you to know what's happening. And then he gets down on one one knee and says, baby girl. And then she's cute. She's like, stop for real. And then she she seems genuinely surprised. He's smiling, staring at her. And then he says, I want you to be my wife. Will you marry me? Yep. And she says, she says, oh, my God, of course. He picks her up. Love it all. And then he says, you're amazing. I want to give you my last name. Oh, so freaking cute. I know. But this part didn't sit well with me because I don't, okay. I don't want to say it didn't sit well with me, but I wanted to ask you about this. Like I wanted to make sure I was watching correctly. Okay. Was her response to him saying, I want to give you my last name, which I think is one of the cutest things anyone can ever say to anyone. Yeah. Her response was like, and I want to work on myself or something. Like her response did not align with that. It was like, I want to not be, uh, I don't know. Actually, I okay. So part of it, I agree with you because the fir- she said I want to be more open or something. First, like was- the first thing that she says after he says that, she does say, "I want to be a different person for you." But then the rest of it, I did like what she said because, like, I know, like what what you said earlier, how we said we really like that she wants to work on being like less cold. She says to him, "I want to be a light, more like lighthearted and open." I feel like you deserve that. Yes, and I think that's a good – I think that's nice to say, but I don't think it was, like, appropriate right after him saying – I want you to have your last name. My last name. Like, I would have been like, oh, my God, of course, baby. Like, I can't wait. Like, I love you so much. It just, like – they did it – it almost seemed like it could have been two different conversations. Yeah, I feel that. I'm not – like, the proposal was so cute, and, like, they both were saying adorable things, but I just wanted to make sure I was hearing it correctly because he was, like – like, I really want to get – like, can't wait to give me my last name or whatever. And she was like, I want to be a different person for you. And I just was like, yeah. okay. Yeah, like the timing was off. I yeah. will say, though, like, if I had a proposal like this on TV, every single time I got pissed off with my man or, like, we got in a fight, I'd be like, we got to go watch that – our bonfire, our proposal, yeah. you know? Like, oh, my God. We need space. Like, you go in that room, I go in that room. Let's take 20 minutes and then let's watch this proposal. And then we would be back good, normal, fine, no, happy. You know what? <laughs> you know? Especially, especially Kristen and Julian. Yes. I'm sorry. Theirs was hands down the best proposal in probably reality TV history. Okay, can I – I need to make a confession right now. Okay, go. I, I haven't watched it. <gasps> I'm sick to my stomach. You have to watch well, now it. now I have to save it for when we recap your season. You're going to sob. Okay. I sob. Dang. Like this, that's a big Shari, statement. Coming from me, is it? But <laughs> like for me, for you to tell me that I'm gonna sob yes. when you know me, that's a big statement because I rarely I think, sob. I do think you'll get teary eyed. Maybe I think you'll sob, but like, <laughs> like I think Shari and Javens was like super cute. Yeah. Like it was adorable. It was a great proposal. But Kristen and Julian's literally, you felt like you were there with them. Like you went through the trials and tribulations okay. with them. You you like were crying. Like I I thought I was a part of it, and I was like, it was amazing. It was so beautiful. Okay, it's actually funny that you say that because a lot of people know that I'm close with Reality Steve. Like we have each other's number, we keep in touch, and it, he updates me on things every now and then. When that aired, he literally texted me and was like, "I have been podcasting and recapping Reality TV Bachelor." 
for like 20 years now, basically. He's like, I have never in my life seen such an emotional, genuine, like just incredible proposal as Kristen and Julian's on Temptation Island. He's like, this shit blew me away. Well, he said that when we did our interview with him. Do you remember? Oh, that? yeah, you're right. He said he it said then, that. too. He texted he, he me said, and he said it on our interview. He said it on our interview, that same thing. Out of the 20 years he's been doing this, 20 plus. Kristen and Julian blew said, him away. He said, word for word, this was the best proposal he's ever seen out of reality TV history, like including Bachelor, Damn. Bachelorette, Temptation Island, whatever, Love Island, Two Hots, any of them. He literally said this was the best one. And I honestly, I agree with that. Damn, yeah, I got to watch it. Well, now I'm going to save it for our episode. But yeah, confession, I've never watched the finale episode of your season. Oh, so good. Well, I have something to look forward to. Okay, so (laughs) after they get engaged, Javen puts her in his lap. They're just like cuddling up. I know. She looks so tiny in his arms. So tiny. (laughs) She looks so tiny tiny and petite and just cute. Yes. So then she says in her confessional, she's forever grateful for this opportunity. She will never forget this moment. And then they're both just looking at her ring and they both just seem genuinely shocked by the whole thing. Mark shows up with champagne for a toast and a congrats. And then freaking Javen, he just can't contain himself. He keeps staring at her saying, God damn, girl, just this whole oh, time. And then he says, I freaking died over this. He's like, show me to my chamber. I need to handle <laughs> <Yeah>. some business. <laughs> I know. Oh, and that's kind of how it ends. Anything yeah. to say before we dive into six month updates? Nope. They just, yeah, they like are very adamant that they're each other's persons and – Yeah, I think it's adorable. They go off to their chamber to handle some business. (laughs) Yep. So six-month updates. So, you guys, fun fact. One of the biggest questions I've been getting lately is why the heck was there no reunion for season one? Oh, I wish. Okay. So first off, you guys. Shit would have hit the fan. I was going to say – so there's a few reasons. Would have been a lawsuit. Would have been lawsuits. Yeah. So there, there's actually a few different answers to this question. Okay. Aaron just brought up the first one. So you guys have kind of seen how crazy the reunions have got for like season two, season three, season four. And their seasons weren't even that nuts. And their like social media stuff afterwards wasn't getting that crazy, wasn't that messy. And even then the reunions were a little over the top. You guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't even think you guys can comprehend what type of shit show the season one reunion would have been if that would have happened. If me and Evan were in the same room together months later and like, oh, you guys, it it, it would have been messy. Okay, so this is what happened. Wait, say what you're going to say. Do you know, do you like actually know why they didn't or? I do. I have two. There's two reasons. But are these, like, actual reasons? I've heard them from, like, the executive producer of the show at the time. You know what I mean? Like, I wasn't sure if it was, like, because they actually – like, they didn't know if they were going to do reunions for our show. And then, like, season two, they were like, yeah, we should start. Or if they really were thought about doing a reunion and then they were like, we had a We had a date scheduled. Oh, fuck. See, I didn't know that. (laughs) Okay. So – I was so curious about that. Okay. So this is what happened, you guys. So as you know – As the show's airing, shit was getting messier and messier online, okay? Facebook group was getting nuts, like, really over the top. Everything was just really, really over the top, okay? All over the internet. 
it was not good. Shit was messy. As we're getting closer to the end of the show, I actually got a call from the main executive producer at the time. And he called me at work. He was like, hey, like, I need you. I remember the date. He was like, March 3rd. He's like, I need you to save that date because that's when we're pro- we're going to film the reunion. So it's potential right. right now, but you need to save that date because I know you work full time. And I was like, OK, I was like, that's going to be fucking crazy. But all right, yeah. I'll save it. Like, <laughs> I've got to buckle up for battle. OK, so that happened. <laughs> and then as time went on, as we got closer to it and as it was coming, shit was getting messier. And two things happened. Number one. They literally thought it would be a liability to have all of us in the room at the same time because by the time the show was coming to an end, it wasn't just like me and Evan. It was like me, Evan, and Morgan. The single guys were like ready to go for Evan. Val was ready to go for Evan. I mean, it was fucking like everybody was pissed. Everyone was seated. And they were like, we can't. Like we would have to have security. Like they were like, we can't do it. Yeah. And also the way that like the single girls were towards each other. (laughs) Yes. Let alone like to Katie, I'm sure. Yep. You know, like the, the the back and forth. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I couldn't imagine. It would have been a bloodbath. It would have been a bloodbath. <laughs> okay. So like, so that was the, the number one thing. They were like, liability wise, we just don't even know how to contain it. We would have to hire like too much security. And then on top of it, we don't even know like if we're going to be renewed for a season two. So are we right. going to put all of this money into this reunion that's potentially going to be a bloodbath where we need all this security and like throw all this money away and then there's not even a season two so then they they scrapped it they were like no like we're just gonna do a six-month update where we just like go to you guys like none of you guys have to be in the same room and we're just gonna film it that way so that's what happened number one we didn't know if there was gonna be a season two they didn't want to waste the money because they were gonna have to put a lot of money into this reunion because of how messy it was and then yeah just liability wise it was a it was gonna be a fucking absolute train wreck for sure. Yeah. Absolute train wreck, dude. I can't even imagine. To this day, I just I know, but it would have been love so bad. I would I would honestly love to see it now too. Like four years later. Years later? Thing. Oh god. All of dude, can you imagine? It would it would actually could. be iconic <laughs> and legendary if that ever happened. I would come as your plus one. Dude. Absolutely. I'd be in the corner like with a sign. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Yo, that would actually be really fucking crazy. They need to do that. I don't know. I would do it in a heartbeat. I I don't know if other people would. I would do it. They they need to do something with all past castmates, like who are relevant. Like you know what I mean. Like I I hate to be rude, but like there, you know, there's some people (laughs) who like be rude. (laughs) (laughs) You know, there's some people who really like. As much as they were, as long as they were on the island, they were shown for like literally three minutes, two episodes. Like I'm not, I'm not trying to be mean. No, I know. The people who actually like bring all these relevant people back together or like. Yeah, it would be fun. I don't know. It would be be interesting. (laughs) It would be. Or like to like a happy hour, how like what, Love is Blind. I honestly don't watch that show, but like the After Dark or what's it called After Dark. I think they they do. Yeah, they have like a, like a cocktail party or something. Ugh. I just feel like they they got a a lot of people really want to see a lot of people would watch that shit. <laughs> oh my god, absolutely, especially if they added a smush room. Oh jeez. Well, well, I don't know about to a reunion, but if they did a spin-off and added yeah. a smush room. Yeah. Nuts. 
Okay, so, so that was okay, that yeah. was the reunion fun fact. And then I'll get into my other two fun facts that I haven't even told you, I don't think, at the oh at the end. Like I'll say one of them like halfway through the six-month update, and then I'm gonna say the last fun fact at the very end. Okay. Love it. Okay, so the first people that we're updated on is Shari and Javen. And both looking dapper. Oh, they yeah. both look very different. Right? Don't they look healthy? Like they both look yes. like like Shari looks like she gained weight in a good way. I feel like all four of us girls, like we all lost so much weight on the show that in the six month update, we all look so much yeah. healthier. For sure. Yeah. So their wedding planning, and I love how the wedding planner just casually says, So a three hundred thousand dollar wedding? <laughs> I was like, we say what? I would be like, uh, if they're paying for it, if Temptation Island's paying yeah, for it. Yeah, like, are you sure that run shit? that bill up? <laughs> and I just, I have to go on a little like spiel about weddings right now. I'm sorry, but like, if you spend three hundred grand on six hours, you're batshit insane. Oh, crazy, batshit insane. Like, I just it couldn't, it couldn't be me. It physically couldn't be me, but also <laughs> no. I'm gonna be honest. Even if I had that kind of money, I wouldn't. It just feels wrong to spend that much money on six hours. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, I would rather like I would rather travel. Yes, but I feel like people who have that kind of money, they probably are able to do. It's just like twenty. It's like probably 20 able to, them. to travel. Yeah, and, they don't yeah, give exactly. a fuck. <laughs> yeah. But I totally agree with you. Yeah, for me, like if I ever got married, I think I would just want like fifty to a hundred people of like just my close family and friends, his close family and friends, and just like yes, really like high end, classy, and then like have a crazy amazing honeymoon. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I just had to mention that because the way that she so casually said that was really wild to me. Right. Um, the wedding dress that Shari tried on was beautiful. Okay, mm-hmm. we have to address the elephant in the room. Do you know what the elephant in the room is? When they say that they want to get married within the next yes. six months. Yes, because I need an update from you, Casey. Are they married? So I'm, as I've publicly told people, I'm not close with them anymore. So I I don't know if they maybe did it on their like, own. Does anyone know? Does anyone know as if they're married? As far as my knowledge, no. They're not they're not married they could have gone to like a courthouse and done it secretly like i honestly truly genuinely don't know but as far as i know no they're not married wow so six months turned into four years four years Ooh. <laughs> Both well. of us are so yo i don't want this to come off mean at all but it's just like i'm i i don't know i don't know so maybe some people just are cool with being engaged yeah. You know, because yeah. I think like there are people in the world where like the piece of paper like freaks them out, you know, and I don't know. Maybe like just being engaged works for them. It's their life. Yeah, that's very true. But I just thought it was interesting that they said the six months thing in there because that clearly I don't know what what is going on. But in better news, <laughs> these engagement <laughs> photos are stunning. The ones that they took. I know. She looks beautiful in that dress. Yeah. Her body looks amazing. Yeah. Really, really, really good. Classy, classy engagement photos. And then yes. they both just reiterate that Temptation Island was a blessing. And then, LOL, they never want to date anyone else again. Well, I would hope not because yeah. you guys are getting married. <laughs> exactly. So anything else to That's say funny. about them before we move on? 
Nope. Overall, great experience, wholesome, happy, wish them the best, things ended great with them. Yes. So then we check in with John, and John, one of the first things out of his mouth, he admits that he was willing to work on things with Katie because he's forgiving. John, John, John. I know. John, John, John. He even you, uh, we we were so we were so hopeful, John. I know, I know. Ugh. He says that she seemed really lovey dovey with him, and then dropped the bomb that Johnny bought her a flight to New York. Someone doesn't just buy you a flight without communication. No, like, they on. were talking the whole time for sure. Like, don't act like that. You know, he just bought me a flight. Like, I feel like it would be rude if I didn't go. Like, come on, yeah, you set that shit up. I love how he said she's gonna go to New York. Expects me to take care of her cat and dog while she's having yeah. a good old time. She's she's delusional, and I'm like, you got to get the fuck out. It's like, okay, about time, John. You're coming back to planet right. Earth. Like, accept reality. Like, no, like this is not okay. Katie, we're friends, but this was not cool. Yeah, that that I can't believe my jaw hit the ground. I was like, whoa. Yeah. For real? Yeah. He seems like the vibe that I got, he does seem like he's in a much better place. He tells everyone to never be with someone else that puts them down. He talks about how him and Catherine have been staying in touch, but the distance is a factor. And it seems like he has a really good support system. Yeah, I feel like he has a little chip on his shoulder too. Like he's definitely like a little more confident. Yep. Like he is kind of like giving like giving her a little shit finally. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I said, like pack up your shit and get the fuck out of my house. Like okay. He's finally like, like – I think he's like standing up for himself, which is very nice. Yeah. But like I was like as some – like I don't know. I feel like I like to dive deep into – I like to pick apart the things people say. And if we look deeper into the situation, I feel like there has to be a reason Katie felt comfortable asking John to watch her dog and cat to go visit someone else. And I, I'm, I'm going to say it. I feel like it's something that has probably happened before. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. It's probably. You know what yeah. I mean? No one in their right mind would ask that unless they've gotten away with it before yeah. or something similar. Yeah. And I think finally he's putting his foot down and he's. He's finally exposing the stuff that she's done to him, like yeah. on national television, like after rewatching and being like, you know, now I'm going to like kind of put your shit on blast yeah. too. But he's, I just, I, I think that <laughs> she's probably done something. Yeah. There's no before. way. Like that's so out of pocket. <laughs> like, yeah, that's wild. You know, what I mean? dude, like to live with a guy and then be like, I'm going to go to New York with this other guy. Yeah, but then when we get to her interview, she thinks it's normal. <laughs> Dude, but that's Katie. This is the thing is why I try to explain to people. It's like Katie's just one of those people where like she she just is who she is and you either accept her or you don't. And that's the thing where it's like when we broke down episode our season four, I feel like you and I went back and forth with a couple of main cast yeah. and well, everyone who's acting, who's not, who's genuine, who's not like. I really do think that, yeah, this is how Katie No, this – I'm telling you. I know her. Right. I know her very well. And, yeah, this is – this is who she is. Like, she, she – one thing you cannot say about Katie is that she's, like, fake. No, dude. Like, she is – she is a bull – what is that phrase? Like, a bull in a china shop? Yeah. That's yeah. what she is. Like, and she owns it. Like, she knows that she's a little, like, out of place and a little too much, and she doesn't mm -hmm. give a fuck. 
you know. Well, as long as she can own that shit. Oh, she does. She owns it fully. So, to, to Katie. So, she has a new place. She has her little kitty cat. And she's showing her new place to her mom. And then she, like you just said, she does admit she was pursuing Johnny while living with John. And John kicked her out. I literally put yeah. LOL in my freaking notes. Like, that is ballsy. Like, I, I yes. don't have that in me. But the way she said it was so, like, casual, but also, like, a little confused. Like, she seemed a little confused. Like, yeah, and then, I don't know, he just kicked me out. And it's like, <laughs> what? Like, yeah. Of course he did. Of course he did. Yeah. Like, what? A, yeah. No. Like, there's no other option. So oh then she gives us the update. Her and Johnny kind of continued their little fling, but distance was a factor, and their romantic relationship fizzled out to just being friends. Do we know if they're still friends? I think, like, Katie's one of those people where, like, she's friends with, like, everyone. Like, all oh, of her okay. exes. Like, she's all – yeah. Like, she's – she just never burns bridges like that. Mm, okay. So, I don't think she, like, likes Johnny. Like, I don't think, like, she's, like, a fan of him. But – Yeah. Like, they're cool. Like, if she saw him, it wouldn't be weird. Gotcha. So then Katie's opening up to her mom about how scary it is to start over at age 31. She talks about the backlash over things that she said about John. And then she does say she says that she stands by everything she said and how she felt and she has no regrets. Wow. I mean, oh, good for her because it's like, I guess, it's, I guess if you really don't feel bad, don't pretend you do. Like yeah. you said it yourself. She's not fake. Yeah. And we can't fault her for being honest just because we don't agree with it. Like, yeah, I don't agree with I don't agree. She said no, about me it. either. I don't agree with it at all. It made me cringe. I'm d I have to say it. I don't want people to think okay. I'm like give like letting her off. Like the way that she was talking in this six month update, it definitely made me cringe. I was like, yo, you literally like give zero fucks about this dude. Yeah. No, she doesn't. <laughs> she doesn't give a fuck. But but at the same time, she owns it. You know, she like exactly. really doesn't pretend to be anything that she's not. And I, I think that says something about her because after getting so much shit and people telling her how bad of a person she was and that like probably she should apologize or she's not, you know, doesn't deserve John and all this stuff. Like she, she could have, but she went there and pretended and been like, I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have done but that. But that like, wouldn't have been genuine. It would have been fake. No. And she's she like, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to be fake and I'm not yeah. going to be disingenuine because that is not how I feel. Right. So, so we weirdly, we weirdly respect it. Her. We weirdly yes, we respect to... it. <laughs> like, exactly. Exactly. Even though I don't like it, I weirdly respect it. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it's very confusing. <laughs> so, <laughs> Carl in the recording studio, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> this. Yeah. So, when did, when, blocked, did, when did we become. I must have blocked this out the first time I watched it because I was shook. I was blown away when I saw him singing into a mic in a recording studio. I'm like, when did we become a music artist? I'm a little confused. I think he's always been a singer. That's always been like a thing of his. But I honestly do. I have no recollection of him literally trying to pursue a music career after Temptation Island. I, I don't like props yeah. to you, but I really I blocked it out. I had no idea. And the, the song, it was a whole Temptation Island theme song. The lyrics? Was it? Yes, it was all about like fighting <laughs> 
temptation. Yes, I I listened to the lyrics because I was like, oh my God, it talks about fighting temptation. And in my mind, I was like, yo, you did not fight temptation at all. Stop. We need to Google right now if this is an actual song that was released. I'm, and I'm going I'm to look up. I'm so Carl. dead. Look on like Spotify or something. Season one. <laughs> We're Googling. Temptation Island song. If it comes up, I'm going to die. Shoot. I don't – oh, gosh. All right. I'm not finding anything. Yeah, but was, if anyone has any answers, let us know. It might have just been for the six-month update. So he's focused on his music. He says that he was really shocked after the last bonfire and that Nicole thought their relation – and he was shocked that Nicole thought their relationship was surface level. He says they yes. separated and he moved out. He's training clients and might be trying to date soon. And then he finishes up with – he says his connection with Britt was real, but something was still missing and that dropping everything and going to L.A. doesn't make sense for him. He wishes the best for Nicole, and there is no bad blood between them. Hmm. Anything that you want to add to that? I feel like he seemed a little softer in, yes. in this, and I liked it. I agree. I think he came off a lot softer. I think he came mm -hmm. off a lot more likable, mm -hmm. and I really liked how he was in this six-month update. It was a nice, refreshing look for him. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so now we're going to chat about Nicole. Mm -hmm. She's actually in Orange County right now. She's going to see me on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I'm so uh, excited. Too bad you, I'm so you live on the opposite side of the world. I know. <laughs> I'm so sad and I'm so lame. It's all good, girl. <laughs> so, Nicole, she's shopping for homes with her mom. So this is before she bought her condo in Chicago. So it's so crazy how different things right, are four years later. Go off, queen. These are nice apartments. No, yeah. She, like... She, or condos. Yeah, she's... Like I told you earlier, she's just the most hardworking, like, successful badass I know. So she's shopping for homes with her mom. She says that she's, she's focusing on herself. She loves being independent. And then her mom... This made me sad. Her mom... I know. Yeah. Her mom admits to Nicole that she was really sad when Nicole admitted that she's never felt butterflies. And then her mom brings up how her parents were high school sweethearts. And that just, like, made her sad to find that out about her daughter. Yeah. Well, you know what I realized, too? I don't know if this happened with you and your experience, Casey, but when my season aired, I feel like my parents and my family found out a lot about me like they didn't really know. Yeah. Like I'm very close with my family and and I have, you know, a lot of close friends and for the most part they knew like majority of like my situation and how I was feeling and like why I wanted to do the show, but when I actually did it, it unlocked so much more and I talked about a lot deeper things than I thought I would talk about and I think that my parents were finding out things for the first time or hearing me say things yeah. or be like, we didn't know you felt this way and like all that stuff. So I want – like it, it's a shame like to have her mom – I don't want to say it's a shame. It's not like she was like hiding it from her. Yeah. But like her mom felt so bad being like, oh, I saw that you never got butterflies and that hurt me. Yeah. Did you have that experience with your parents? Yeah. It's actually really funny. So I've been really open about the fact that 
you guys, I wasn't always like the best person. I wasn't always proud of myself. Like I definitely, I was a mean girl in my like early twenties, kind of in high school. I, I haven't always been like the best person. Okay. And I've really like worked hard on myself to be who I am today. And when I went on the show, my mom and dad were both very skeptical because they know me. Okay. They, they know me well, and they know I'm a little wild and over the top and I'm going on a fucking reality show called Temptation Island, mm-hmm. okay, living with 12 single guys. So they they were, like, really preparing for, like, to see some crazy shit. Yeah. And when I got home, I didn't want to talk about what happened, okay? Like, I didn't see my parents for a full week. And then when I finally saw them, I was like, I don't want to talk about it. It took me a while to start opening up to them about everything that went down. But one of the first things that I told my dad, because my dad is like my best friend in the world. Like me and him are just, we've been close my whole life. So I told him, I was like, I'm not ready to talk about it, but I want you to know that when you do see everything, you're going to be really proud of me. Oh, good. And he admitted to me, he, he was like, okay, sounds good. He watched a lot of the season. He didn't watch the last few episodes because it was too much for him. He would have he would have never recovered so he's never seen like the last few episodes but after he saw the show and how he saw how everyone was reacting to me online and what everyone was saying about me and what my mom was telling him he like talked to me and he was like when you told me that like when you first got back and you told me that I was going to be proud of you he's like I'm going to be honest with you he's like me and you we always keep it real with each other he's like I didn't really believe you like Mm. I wasn't like I was ready to see some crazy shit he's like Casey he's like I I don't want to like get emotional talking about he's like I am like so blown away by you and like who you are he's like I cannot believe that me and my mom me and your mom raised you he's like you are like one of the most incredible people he said he's like what you went through and how you acted and how you just like stayed so graceful the whole time and so kind and compassionate he's like I'm gonna be honest he's like I couldn't have done it your mom couldn't have done it. Yeah. He's like, I don't know where you get this strength from because it doesn't come from me because I couldn't do it. He's like, and the fact that you did it, he's Aww. like, you blow me away. And even, yeah, no. um, and even to this day, like my mom, I've talked about on the podcast, my mom is very religious and very like innocent. And I'm definitely a lot for her. Okay. Like I'm like the only daughter, but I'm, I'm not super girly. I'm definitely aggressive over the top, wild, like scandalous posting bikini pics. Like I'm a lot for my mom. Okay. Same. (laughs) But one thing that she does is when she listens to the podcast or when she watched the show, she'll literally tell me she's told it to me after she watched the show. She'll text me sometimes randomly after she listens to podcasts And she'll literally joke. She'll be like, I'm horrified by some of the things I hear. But also, like, I wish I could be like you. She's like, I look up to you. Like, you are my role model. And it's crazy because you're my daughter. (laughs) That's adorable. So, yeah, they definitely saw a very different side of me. And they were, like, shocked, blown away, Mm -hmm. and, like, really surprised. Yeah. I think, honestly, Sam – like, my parents were definitely, like, super proud just of the way, like – how composed I was yeah, yeah. because I also am a little bit of a wild card. Me and you are and similar that, like that. Yes. They were probably expecting me to be like batshit yeah. on the show. Um, but yeah, they were they were super happy and super proud and very supportive. Um, I think it's more just like when I opened about up about some of the tougher things, like they were like, we wish – 
you would open up and and yeah and it did open the floodgates and it was good and they're so supportive and loving but yeah and actually I will say that a lot of um after the show aired and I did my YouTube videos especially my YouTube videos when they heard about some of the different things that Evan had done over me done to me while we dated specifically the story where he like spit on me after a Christmas party my dad was like they were shocked that I had kept those things from him for so long. Like they were like, I, it made them really sad that I was going through something so abusive and they knew it was bad because they know me and they could see I was walking on eggshells, but it, they were really upset that I was going through something so horrific that I wasn't even telling them about it. Yeah. But it was like, you still wanted to protect Evan. That's what I told my dad. I was like, dad, Mm -hmm. I know you because me and you are similar. If I told you that Evan spit on me after a Christmas party, you would have fucking hunted him down and done something really bad. (laughs) Okay. Well, That that was the reason I, I feel like none of my parents knew and stuff because I was like, you guys like, I, but then it's also one of those things where it's like, if you know in your heart you're going to get back with this person, you don't tell people exactly because I wasn't because ready. It's like I wasn't ready yeah. to leave yet. And like, by the way, we don't condone violence. I don't mean my dad was going to gonna hunt him down and like kill him or anything. I mean right. like he was going to like hunt him down, show up at my house, and like literally physically remove me from this situation and like yeah. get police involved okay like it would have been really fucking bad if I told my dad so that type of shit like where I totally get what you mean where your parents find out like really serious Mm. stuff about you that you've been hiding and they're just like very just like sad that you couldn't tell them or like feel like you could open up to them about that at the time you know yeah so yeah we definitely relate to Nicole and her mom in that Mm. shit so then Back to Nicole, she says, again, that leaving Carl made her feel like a weight was lifted and she feels free, which we Mm -hmm. love that. Yes. Then she says, Tyler and her are still in touch but are still friends. He helped her discover her self-worth and she wishes the best for Carl as well. Yep. Love that. Okay. Anything before we dive into me? Nope. I'm excited. Okay. So first off. It's so funny. So when I dyed my hair dark at the time, I thought it was like a vibe and everyone online thought it was a vibe. Watching it in this shit, I'm like, it looks horrific. Like, I don't like the dark hair. I didn't think it looked bad. I just thought you were going for like a, I thought you dyed it because it was more like I'm having a funeral for mine and Evan's relationship. Like, this is a new, like I'm a clean slate. Like, you know, when people do that, like, yeah, no, what it was, was, I mean, I'll, I'll keep it real. So I was like underneath his control for so long. And one thing he was always like, very, like, he was very adamant about like how he liked how I looked. And one thing that he liked, he liked me being really tan and he liked me being really blonde. Like that was his thing. So I, so I, Evan, I like you when you're not cheating. (laughs) So I had always wanted, like, I have an edgier side to me. Like I've always wanted dark hair. I've always wanted more tattoos. Like that's always, Mm -hmm. I like wearing all black. Like that's definitely like another side of me that I never really explored. So I was like, fuck it. I'm finally single. Like I'm going to dye my hair dark. Like I'm going to do explore and like do these things that I've never been able to do before. So it was like a fun little thing at the time. But it's definitely not like my look. Like I don't, I don't I like how that. it looks. The straight dark hair. Yeah. It's not. It's not. I'm not looking. I don't like how I look. <laughs> oh. 
So my update, I meet my girlfriends for drinks. And then I say, it's a blessing that the whole experience happened and I'm glad he's gone. I am blown away that baby Nova is in here and she is so fucking small. She's only like four months old. I loved when you were like, I got Nova and she's so much better. Yeah, I did. I did say that (laughs) because I lost Ghost. Like the day that Evan came to the apartment and got Ghost, I wasn't there because I didn't want to be there. So I left the apartment that morning, like fed Ghost, took him on a walk, said goodbye to him. And then when I said goodbye to Ghost and left... I went and picked up Nova. Oh, fuck. The same day. Oh, my God. So it was like I left Ghost and it was really sad and I cried. I don't want to cry about it right now, but yeah, it was really sad. And then I went and I got Nova and then I came home with Nova and I had this little eight week old puppy that was like all mine yeah. and it was like such good timing. Aww. And at the time, my mom and dad, they were like, this is the craziest decision. Like, your life is in shambles. Like, you don't have time for a dog what are you thinking but now looking back they're like it was the best thing for you like that dog saved my life why do I feel like we're so similar (laughs) and like in so many ways like it's crazy because one we always talk about this but like we're definitely both like a little edgy a little more tomboy wearing black have tattoos I've always wanted to dye my hair darker too I just never have don't do it that's the one thing I'll tell you not to do it's honestly getting really dark on its own but same situation. I had a dog once with an ex. Yeah. And when we broke up, he took him. It's so I sad. I raised that dog. First of all, it was an Easter present that was given to me for Easter. Oh, my God. And then when we broke up, after I was cheated on, he took him back. And mind you, I don't even know where the dog is anymore. We're not going to get into that. Yeah. But I'm not kidding. That was probably one of the top three hardest things I've ever yeah. been with. And anyone can fight me on this. Like it's you can so call sad. me dramatic, but I am not kidding. I lost a child. Yeah. Like I don't want to – okay. I'm not – I'm going to probably get heat for this. I'm not saying it to that extent, but I'm. It, you really are no, losing. No, 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 no. I know what you mean. And people listening to this know what you mean. It's a big deal. Like Evan, I will say it's a little bit different. I do want to give Evan some credit. When he got Ghost, he did go and, like, pick up Ghost and bought him for himself at eight weeks old. So it was Evans. However. That was not the situation for me. We went together. It was – I'm not going to say his name. It was for me. Yeah. It was your dog. Oh, my gosh. So even though it was, like, technically Evans' dog and, like, when we broke up, there was no question that, like, Ghost is going with him. Like, it was never even a conversation. Mm -hmm. But – I mean, I was there like the day that he picked him up, like an eight week old puppy. Uh, like I raised that dog with Evan. Like that dog yeah. was my life. He loved me. Like the last three weeks, like when Evan left after Hawaii, he went straight to Virginia. After he saw me for a few days, he went to Virginia for three weeks. I spent three weeks alone with ghosts, like taking care of him every day, sleeping yeah. in my bed. And yeah, so I planned it perfectly because I knew I was not yeah. going to be okay if I came home and ghost was just like not there. I so I would like me, picked up like, Nova while ghost was getting picked up. So I came yeah. home and I had my own little baby. Uh, see, I was begging, please, please, please. See, I will do anything that's devastating. The dog. Yeah. Nope. And then, but full circle is I waited a little longer. Mm-hmm. I think cause I was still trying to like fight to get my dog back for a while afterwards. Yeah. But um, I ended up getting Miko, See? my current, on my little bait, who, who seriously is, changed my life. Yeah. Same thing. 
best thing that's ever happened to me. Like love of my life. Yep. Like he's so clingy. He's the best dog ever. Like I he he is my little baby. Yep. And he changed my life. Yeah. But I got him probably like mm, like four or five months after. I actually don't remember when I got him, but it was within the year. Like it was yeah. it was more recent than not. But yeah, he changed my life too. Ooh. Yeah, man. And I, I've said this before on the podcast, but Nova's birthday, I got her from a family. So I know her exact birthday. Her birthday was September 5th, 2018. And September 5th, 2018 is the day that I flew to Maui for Temptation Island. Wow, that's crazy. Isn't that nuts? And then I picked her up on October 27th when she was like eight weeks old. Aww. Yeah, man. Miko's Miko's birthday is on Cinco de Mayo, everyone. <laughs> I swear so to God. Cute. Wait, does What's-His-Face still have ghosts? Yeah. Even though he's like freaking jetting off ghost. all over God's yeah. everywhere. <laughs> like, yeah, I think, I think he brings ghosts everywhere because ghost is an emotional support animal. So is Nova. So you can bring them on planes, hotels. You can bring them everywhere. Okay. I mean, I hope he treats him right though. I will say, I don't know details, but the last I knew, I mean, Evan loves the shit out of that dog. Okay. Yeah. okay. Like he really does. Like I will... I will defend Evan and say that, yes, that dog is very, very loved. Okay. All right. Fair very enough. loved. They're besties. Um, okay. Okay. We got on a tangent. Yes. So I hate the dark hair. I love seeing four-month-old baby Nova. She's four years old now. So crazy. And filming with her was so much fun. Like, she was so fucking funny. And, like, when I did, like, filming without her, there was, like, a PA that would just, like, take her on a walk around West Hollywood, like, while we were filming. <laughs> like, so, so cute. cute. And then I will say that my parents are freaking amazing for filming this because they are the most private people. I'm, to this day, I'm shocked that they filmed with me. Also, I love your parents. They're so cute. They're the best, man. I'm very, I'm very I remember, lucky. like, when I first watched, like, I, I don't know why I wasn't expecting them to look like that. <laughs> what were you expecting them to look like? I don't know. Like, you, the way you describe your mom, she, I just wasn't picturing her to look like that. Were but, you like, picturing, was, like, a blonde Calabasas, like, trophy wife? With, like, a tur- high turtleneck and, like. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Like, she, first of all, great looking parents. Aww, Mom's beautiful. Thank you. But, like. And they both were, like, super chill. Like, your dad was funny. He was cracking, like, the one-liners just, like, he really did not want you marrying him. He hated him. (laughs) He really did. He hated Uh, him. I mean, can we blame him? Yeah. My daddy's just the best, man, because he hated him for so many years. But it's, like, he let me do my thing, man. It's, like, if if Evan makes her happy, like, I'm not going to step in. She's got to do what she's going to do. Yeah. So, yeah. We need to talk. We need to talk about this DM. What DM? Oh, the one that you got. We're gonna, oh my god! Yeah, we're gonna get into that. So, okay. by the way, we're already over an hour, but we're really almost done. I promise. Yeah, we, we just we, we go are. on tangents per usual. Yes. We love talking. So yeah, my parents are amazing for filming this. They're both very private people. My dad is a lot like me. He gets very nervous on like camera. It took him a second to warm up. So I was actually like so thankful that they did this. We're at Runyon Canyon with Nova. It was freaking freezing that day. I Like freezing. The wind was insane. And in a confessional, I say he stole 10 years of my life, like all of my 20s, and doesn't even feel bad about it. 
And then I I drop a bomb that the only sorry that I got was a DM that he said, I'm sorry for the way things have shaken out. And then I say, that's what I received after 10 years. So I, my mind, my mind was blown. Like what was it like? a response to a story did he dead ass just like dm you did you post like on your feed like i'm so confused and also like was your number blocked like why what's the tea with that so this is what happened the timeline of things so after the show he was with morgan and in maui he was blowing up my phone trying to see me wishing me happy birthday They came back to L.A. together, and then she flew to Virginia. He stayed in L.A. for a few days. During those few days, me and him were together for like two days straight, talking everything out. He started manipulating me. Again, got in my head. I thought that he was going to go back to Virginia, break up with her, and we were going to like go to therapy and live separately. Yeah, long story short. So for like three weeks, like in October, he is in Virginia. He's texting me every day. I think we're getting back together. My friends that have seen these texts think we're getting back together. And then one day he randomly dumps me again in a text message while he's in Virginia. And at that point, it was like a light switch. Dead to me, like never speaking to him again. I literally responded to the text like, okay, sounds good. Like I don't want to be with anyone that's this disloyal anyways. Like wish you the best. And he was pissed. He responded to it. Okay, Casey. Like he was pissed at my response. Okay. He's a psycho. He's a psycho. So he was like mad at my response that I didn't like get upset about it. And I just like let him go on his way. So at that point, I did not. I couldn't unfollow him on anything because it would have been obvious. And at that time we actually, we got PR training. So one of the biggest things is you can't do anything where people are going to know that you guys aren't together anymore. Absolutely. We got that too. Yeah. So all the way through up, um, up until we started airing and all through airing, I had to still follow him. Okay. And I had, Mm -hmm. and I kept his number like unblocked because I just just in case you know like who knows so the whole time as the show is airing and I'm just living my life I never dm'd him once I never texted him once nothing he was dming my friends like nothing was going on my friends had to put him in line and they and he got pissed at them blocked my best friends and then he would randomly text me like, why are you like so bitter? Like, why are you talking shit about me to the single girls? Like texting, blowing up my phone. Then he would go on Instagram and he would put like hearts on one of my photos and I would ignore the hearts all day. And then after like 12 hours, he would delete the hearts like later that day. And he would tell Morgan that production was telling him to put the hearts in my photos. <laughs> Aaron's face right now. Okay. Nice. So then... So as what? yeah, dude, you have no idea. Shit's so crazy. We can talk more after this podcast, guys. I can't even like fathom words. Like, I wish you guys could see my no, face. her face is oh. blown away. So my God, he is so. You have what is you have no idea. And then to the public, he tells everyone that he hates me and like would never want to be with me again. But it's like, dude, you were like sliding so- in my DMs on the reg. <laughs> like- I'm sorry, not the hearts under your pictures, oh, dude. and then telling Morgan production made me do yeah I'm also confused like and then he deleted the hearts because he was embarrassed (laughs) that I didn't acknowledge it after like 12 hours he was like mortified so he deleted them (laughs) right right. but you know what's funny is I wonder if you would have like acknowledged them (gasps) he would have died an hour after if he would have deleted them sooner 
I don't know. Like, you know what I, I couldn't you know what give I'm him saying? any like, false hope. Like he needed to know yeah, that I was no. dead to him. Like the, I, there's no way I could have said anything. Oh my God. He made it I so clear was- that I was dead to him. But I just can't believe he was texting you every day while with Morgan. That is so alarming to me. But also, she doesn't seem like – she seems like the type of girl who would kind of be all over that. Like, Well, I think I, I think that's what happened is she caught him. She caught him yes, texting me. It seems and like she would. She caught him texting me and then he made up a lie to her saying that I'm suicidal and he's worried about me and he, he crossed the line and then she wrote the novel text where he broke up with me again. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So anyways, so to the DM. So he's like just in my DMs on the reg, okay? Just sending me weird ass shit all the time while this while the season is airing, okay? I'm ignoring all of it. Don't respond to any of it. Don't acknowledge it. He's literally a ghost, right. okay? And then one day randomly, like right before the finale, he sent me that DM because he was getting a lot of hate online and he, he that was his apology. I he I quote oh. verbatim, "I'm sorry for the way things have shaken out." Oh, okay. All's forgiven. Thank you. Like, yep. What? We can be friends again. What the fuck like, is wrong? Are with you, you that shit? Like, I, I didn't again. Didn't ex- didn't acknowledge it. Nothing. And then, literally, shit. You not the second the finale aired and ended, immediately blocked him on every social media. Good. Blocked his phone number. Blocked on everything. Good. Yeah, he's that's that's a psycho. If I've ever seen one, dude. <laughs> wild I'm sorry like what so that's the t on the dm so then my dad you just said he's so funny but his quote when he says never ever did we ever ever want you to marry him and me and my mom <laughs> or my dad were all like laughing Ugh. and then i say my last little quote in my confessional is when i think about evan and morgan together i think they're in fantasy land i think they're really caught up in the moment I think once all of this kind of settles down, I definitely think it's going to fizzle out for sure. And again, I just want to say I got a lot of heat. People thought I was bitter. People thought I was jealous. I was just speaking facts. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. <laughs> I'm speaking facts. I was going to bring that up. The fact that like people were probably so annoyed or yeah. pissed off that you said yeah. that. And then it's like. People are like, like, she's still so upset. It's like, bitch, I don't give a fuck about this dude. He's blowing up my shit on the reg. I ignore the shit out of him. Mm -hmm. I'm just speaking facts because I know that it's going to happen. I don't know when, but I know for a fact it's going to happen. Yeah, but that must have been such a good feeling for you you when it did happen. Like, not even because it's like, okay, like, whatever, go off, do your thing, wish you the best. But, like, it must have been such a good feeling for you because – you knew it was going to happen. People gave you shit and you were right. And you were like, yeah. mm. I'm not going to lie. Like, I don't want this to come off mean at all. But yeah, it was because I don't give a fuck about him. Like, I wasn't like, oh, my God, it's my shot to get him back. Like, no, fuck. He was literally dead mm-hmm. nail in the coffin. Like, does not exist yeah. to me is a stranger. But yeah, I was really like, fuck. Yeah, fuck all of you. Like, I said yeah. it. I said it, I said it, I said it, and it uh-huh. happened 10 times worse than I even thought it was going to happen. Yes, yeah. Oh, I would have been the same way. Yeah. So uh-huh. now, Evan and Morgan's update. So Evan, uh-huh. he's making Morgan's breakfast. Ghost is there. He's living with Morgan in D.C. All their friends come over. So side note, real quick. They're at her apartment, or is this one they got together? At, her, at, at this moment in time, it was her apartment that he moved into. Okay. And he never paid for anything. It was all her st- her stuff. 
Of course. So Evan says it's so nice to be welcomed into a family like hers. And then he says Morgan's parents just want Morgan to be happy and to be with someone who loves her and will love her forever and to care for her, which I think is so ironic because that's literally what my parents want for me. So. Yeah, I think that's what every parent yes. wants for their child. Um, like straight up, my parents do not care who I end up with at all whatsoever. They don't care what job they do. They don't care what they look like. They don't care anything about it as long as that they love me and that I'm happy. That's all they care about. And, yes, and treat you and right. And treat me right and protect me. Dude, Yeah, the, my parents just saw through you. Morgan's parents just haven't seen through you yet. Right. So this part, this is this actually made me sad. I'm not gonna lie. Morgan's mom saying that both of her daughters have wonderful men in their lives right now. Yikes. Yeah. Do we have an update if the sister is still with her current boyfriend, or is that a lot of deep diving? That I, I don't follow Morgan on social media. I have no idea. Yeah. I'm sh- I mean, I would be shocked if both of her daughters are with crazy people. I, w- I have no idea though. Genuinely. Um, and then when he told her mom that he loves her, that shook me up. I, I was really surprised by that. Yeah. And then he was like crying. Right? And like, yeah, that whole mm. thing, that whole thing was really, he's got, weird. he's got mama, he's got mama manipulated yeah, too. He's got her real, real, real manipulated, which is crazy mm-hmm. because I know from Morgan that her family was never, they always felt off about it. Really? About Evan, yeah. Jeez. Parents know, man. Parents know, especially when you're close with the, with your family. Because yeah. I know Morgan is close with her parents the way that I am. And your parents, they, they can tell. It just wasn't a traditional or, like, normal. I don't even want to say traditional because nothing's really traditional anymore. But, like, for your, for your daughter's boyfriend i don't think any parent from a breakup on national television that was so unconventional and out of pocket and disrespectful and then just fall in love with your daughter like i don't think any parent would be on board with that i think that they're trying to because Because they they want it to be their daughter yeah they want more to be happy they want they are probably like all right well we have to be happy if this is what's going to happen but no, dude, like, I'm going to say it. No parent wants their daughter to go on a USA Network reality television show called Temptation Island and get engaged to a dude that they haven't even known for six months when he just humiliated his girlfriend of 10 years on national television. Nobody wants yeah. that for their daughter, period. No, absolutely not. So then he says, I know where I want to be in 80 years. I know exactly who I want to spend every single moment of my life with. And it's Morgan. That's in the confessional. And then they're at the restaurant and he tells her, I know that you're my forever love. I know that I'm going to spend the rest of my days with you, baby, every single day, forever and ever. Please make me the luckiest man alive and be my wife. Let's discuss the engagement. I didn't like the proposal. I I didn't like where it was. I also didn't like what he was saying. I felt like he literally looked up lines. What to say when you propose? (laughs) Like nothing came from the heart. Nothing. There was no inside jokes. There was no cuteness. There was no, you know what I mean? Like it was literally so robotic and I'm not kidding, like scripted. 
And it bothered me. It really bothered me. You guys have this amazing relationship and this is your forever and you're so comfortable with her and her family and you've never met anyone like her and she's now your best friend and you joke around and then your proposal is that? Yeah. No. Yeah. I don't I'm not buying it. And I'm that, sorry, that's, the restaurant that's not what, the restaurant killed me. I'm not even trying oh to be mean, but I don't know if I'll ever get engaged or married. I don't know if that's in the cards for me, but it sure as fuck better not be in a restaurant looking like that. Okay. Absolutely not. Dude, I know. I'm sorry if that comes off like an asshole. It was just there's so many people there. It just it was too much, man. I don't I don't yeah, no. Mm-mm. I didn't like it. I just I, I I more than anything, it just was not mm, like it didn't seem genuine. It well, just, they had to film it multiple times, so it wasn't. I know, but I just feel like you still could have went off script a little. Like I really feel like he googled what to say. Where he like on the ride there was like <laughs> looking up on his phone. Like it just seemed the sad thing is, is like, I can just see him like watching like a rom com the night before and just like repeating mm-hmm. what he saw on the memorizing yeah. memorizing it. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't like it. I'm sorry. I really didn't. Yeah. And I also am like, how many people are you going to tell that you want to be together forever? With? That's like, the thing that I was going to say, because now that we know how everything played out, it's like, dude, you literally said she was it. You want to be with her for 80 years, forever and ever. But like, we all know that you were like cheating on her and plotting how to get back to L.A. without right. her the entire time. And he was saying the forever stuff to you as well when you guys were dating, I'm sure, yeah. right? Yeah. Like normal conversation, like yeah. when you're together with someone. But like, Dude, I thought we were getting engaged on the show. Right. <laughs> and I'm just like, it's crazy. Like, yeah, I just feel like he has no concept of what that word even means. No, like I couldn't no imagine. He throws it around just, like it's nothing. Yes. Weird. Yeah. Mm. So I've got two fun facts okay. that I think people will enjoy. I think will blow people's minds. So number one, I knew about Evan and Morgan's engagement. I think I was one of the very first people to find out and I found out unintentionally. I didn't even want to find out. I was at work one day and I get a text from Katie. You just dropped something. I doubt we can hear it. I, I doubt we can hear it on the pod. I dropped my phone. I'm sorry. I get a Keep text going. from Katie. Okay. I'm at work. At the time I was an executive assistant. So I had like a pretty big job. Like I couldn't really be like getting crazy texts like at work but anyway she texted me and she's like hey like I need you if you're at work I need you to step like away from your desk go outside because I have to tell you something before you see it online and I was like what I was like what's going on and so I go outside and she tells me like so because at the time her mom was like very into like the Facebook like fan groups Uh and long story short on Reddit or something a photo of them getting engaged and it being filmed got leaked and put on the internet okay oh no so like katie wanted to warn me before i saw it just a good friend so when i saw it i'm not gonna lie i was actually very surprised because i wasn't upset at all and that was even more like confirmation it was more confirmation that i was like totally fine and like didn't want anything yeah. to do with him and it was just I would have laughed I did I did I laughed I was like wow I was like this is really embarrassing this poor girl and then when I told my dad about it my dad is like you know what he's doing right and I was like what he's like this is a this is a fuck you 
to you in front of the world. Like he's literally just like trying to fuck with you right now, like and piss you off and to make this seem like this is real love. I also think he was trying to prove all of America. America was real. Yeah. Like like he was so deep in to prove to everyone that this was real love. Yes. Like he had already committed and he couldn't turn back. So he was like, I have to give America what they want. Yeah. And I got to get engaged to this girl because if I don't, I'm going to look like such a dumbass and also fuck you, Casey. Yeah. The whole (laughs) thing was so calculated. It's so fucked up. So yeah, I was totally fine. And then I actually texted the main producer because I was like, yo, if this is on the internet, like this is going to fuck up the whole show. We still have like three more episodes, the six month updates. So I texted the exact producer at the time. I was like, hey, heads up. I mean, I'm totally fine. Like, I don't worry about me. I was like, but this photo is like on the internet. So I don't know if you need to do damage control, but like it's everywhere. And I'm getting texts about it. And the exec producer was like shook. He was like, oh my God. He's like, yeah, this is not good. He's like, just don't acknowledge it. Like, we're going to try to get it off the internet like ASAP. So yeah, it leaked like three episodes before (laughs) the six month updates. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. I had no idea. And then the last crazy thing that literally the amount of people that know about this, it's a tiny, tiny little handful. But now the pod and a lot of fucking people are going to know. Oh my God. I'm so excited. I need to get my popcorn ready. <laughs> Guys, I don't know what she's about to say. So after the show aired, I want to say maybe six months later, roughly, I don't know an exact date. I'm at work again, my same job, executive assistant job. I get a call from the executive producer that I was in touch with and I don't answer it because I'm at work and it's six months after the show. It's like, I don't know what this is about. He leaves me a voicemail and then he also texts me like, I need you to give me a call back. So I'm like, okay, what the fuck? So I listen to the voicemail and it's like basically like, hey, like I need to talk to you ASAP. So I go outside, call him back. He's like, so he's like, first, I need you to keep an open mind. <laughs> like, oh, God. I was like, what's up? Oh my God. He's like, Dr. Phil wants you, Evan and Morgan to go on Dr. Phil in like two weeks. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Dude, you're going to die when you hear everything. Oh, my God. What? Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, Dr. Phil wants you, Evan and Morgan on the show. And he's like, it's going to film in like two weeks. Like, what are your thoughts? He's like, I haven't even talked to Evan and Morgan yet. I wanted to talk to you first. And I was like, okay. I was like, well, my initial thought is you guys, I don't think you guys are fully understanding that we're not dealing with a normal human here. Like this person is not of sound mind. Like he's a a pathological liar. Like he's just going to go on this show and just lie and be a fucking crazy person. And I don't feel safe around him. So like, and the two of them would have been way too, it would have been crazy. And then I told him, uh, this is the other thing I said, I was like, and I don't want to give either of them any energy. Cause at this point in time, they're like still bullying me on the internet. I don't want anything to do with either of them. So I was like, and I don't want to give them this kind of clout, you know, like I don't want to give them this type of like fame because this is going to be a big fucking show. I was like, I don't want any part of it. Yeah. And then he's like, yeah. And I also, sorry, I was just going to say, I feel like the three of you went on it. It would have been molded around the idea that like you were still upset with them. You get what I'm saying? Actually, no, that's where you're wrong. I'm going to tell you what they were going to do, what the premise was. So I told him that I was like, I don't want anything to do with either of them. I don't want to give them my energy, my time. I don't want to give them clout. I don't want to give them more fame. 
and Evan is not of sound mind and he's a pathological liar and I don't feel safe being in the same in the same room as him. And then yeah. the producer was like, well, this is why I called you first because you were, you're going to have control over this. Like it's basically the whole premise is so that you can tell Morgan the truth about Evan and Evan's going to have to like explain to Morgan and to Dr. Phil his behavior and his lying. And it's oh. basically we're going to confront him on the show. And I was like, I'm telling you right now. And he's like, and it's going to be a nice little paycheck. And I was like, well, I'm telling you right now, there's no effing way that Evan is going to do this show. He's too, like, Mm -hmm. he's an idiot, but he's not this big of an idiot. Like, he's not going to put, yeah, he's not going to put himself in a position where Dr. Phil is going to see through all of his shit. There's no fucking way. And so then I said, I was like, I'm not going to make a decision because you still need to talk to Evan and Morgan. And I'll wait till we see what Evan says, because if Evan says yes, then yeah, I'm game. Let's go. I was like, but I know that I was like, I know this man. There's no fucking way he's going to put himself in this position to have his life blown up like this. So I guess at the time they were like doing Yacht Week in Croatia. So the executive producer like couldn't get a hold of them. And long story short, he finally did. And I was right. Evan was like, fuck no. I my mind is blown. Yep, Doctor Phil, me, Evan, and Morgan. Like it was set Phil. up. They were like setting up dates and stuff. God damn it! I love that show. You guys could have been best friends. Fuck. Isn't that crazy? That is insane, and that's such a good point, though. I'm glad the producers had your back in that sense because nope. you know sometimes they're a little flip floppy, setting you up type. Not you personally, but like set you know setting us up. No, all like that stuff. they kept they kept it real with me. They were like, yeah, like it's going to be incredible promotion for season two. Like, don't get me wrong. Like yeah. you three on Doctor Phil, like that's a dream come true for us. But no, they were like, this is going to be your shot to sit down with Dr. Phil and you're going to expose him in front of Morgan with your proof, with everything. Dr. Phil is going to back you up and you're going to show Morgan who Evan really is. Oh my God. To have Dr. Phil in your corner. Oh my God. Yeah. So of course Evan said no. (laughs) He's got to ruin everything. Like what's wrong with him? I know. So yeah, you guys, you missed me, Evan and Morgan on Dr. Phil. It was very close to happening. Oh my God. Well, Dr. Phil, if you're listening, can you please have me and Casey (laughs) on the show? Or, or even if you just have Casey, I'll tag along. It's fine. We're fine. And (laughs) sorry, one other little thing I forgot. Production didn't reach out to Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil's team reached out to TI and asked us three to be on it. Wow. So that's how you know our situation was bad. When Dr. Phil's team reaches out to like USA and is like, we need to get in touch with those three. Yes. They literally were like, these three individuals need Dr. Phil. Yeah. We need this. (laughs) We need this episode. This is going to be some good shit. Oh my God. That's crazy though. I'm so glad you shared that. Wow. I know. Like literally, I'm telling you the amount of people that know that, it's it's less than seven people. Why though? Why? That's such a fun fact. I don't know I, you know me like when I got asked to like host the villas for season three like I didn't tell anyone like I just keep that shit to myself mm-hmm. you know yeah I'm weird like a uh, lots of opportunities come my way and I don't tell anyone about them <laughs> like I guess I, I guess I'm pretty private now too yeah like I but, keep a lot of my life on the down low yeah I tell a lot I tell a lot of like close friends stuff like you know same, everything about same like I have my core group of girlfriends like Carly knows everything about my life. Coley Mm -hmm. knows everything about my life. You know everything about my life. Like my like close, Nicole knows everything about my life. My core group of like ride or die people, I tell them everything, but 
no if you're not like a ride or die you i yeah. i keep a lot of my life private i tell people like i said i'm calculated i tell people what i want them to know like i keep a lot of it to myself good for you yeah so we just ended season one on one hell of a fun fact one hell of a fun fact one lame ass proposed no, i'm just kidding <laughs> I'm dead. Okay, at least you said it and not me. Okay, because oh, I was like, damn, I'm how do sorry. we address this? But I low key, if it what if we were recapping someone else, I would have said it was a lame ass proposal. It was lame. And and I'm gonna it, you know, it's 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 not like I'm coming for Morgan or her family or anything here. It's Evan. Like, you know, he set this up. Yeah. He he said three lines that you can Google right now come up yeah. top three things to say at a proposal, like very generic, and the restaurant wasn't that great. So Dude, the restaurant was horrible. It was in a strip mall. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Oh my no offense to strip malls, okay? I love a strip mall. But Ooh. when we don't ask someone to be my wife and spend forever with me in a strip mall restaurant, I'm sorry, you just don't. It's just not the vibe. <sighs> Plus, oh I just gosh. don't like all the people. That's the thing. It's like if I... If I ever get engaged, like, I would just want it to be, like, a really special moment. I would definitely want it to be, like, a, a hidden photographer or videographer, like, somewhere hidden. But I don't want to be in front of, like, a bunch of people at all. Yes. I do not. I agree with that. I, I, no. Do not do that to me. Like, please, no. I'm too shy and awkward for that shit. Yep. I completely agree. Okay. Anything else before we finish up this episode? This was a good episode. It was. I think it was very like sharp and we didn't go over two hours. Nope. We didn't even go over an hour and a half. I know. That's impressive. We're killing it. We are. Okay, you guys. So it's official. We finished season one. I'm stoked. We, yeah, this like feels really good. And now we just get to talk about other people's shit shows and not mine. And it's going to be a good time. Well, actually, now we get to talk about your shit yes. shows. <laughs> I know. I think we made. I think we made the exact yeah. executive decision, we did. guys, we did. to skip season two, yeah. hop into my season, and yeah, we're gonna start breaking down mine. Oh my god, I'm, I'm ner- now I'm nervous. I know it's weird. I'm telling you, you're gonna have to relive some weird shit, and now you have like a new man and a new life. Like it's gonna be weird. I know it's it's gonna be weird, especially because like it's next week. Yeah. Like it's starting so soon, and I just didn't think this is gonna. Yeah, the time the time has come so yeah you guys we didn't just come up with that like executive decision on our own a lot of you guys actually requested that because you yeah. guys like hearing our story and our insight on our own season so uh-huh. we are, we're still gonna recap season two a hundred percent but we're just gonna do it at a later date we're gonna dive into Aaron's season now and i think it's a yeah. good choice yeah yeah we did this we did this for you guys because this is what it a was lot, a lot, lot of, of people wanted. asked for it. Yeah. Um. Alrighty. Anything else before I say the spiel? No. This is the first time I get to go to bed before like. Yeah. She's had. 12. She's had a really busy few. Well, few days slash weeks. Yeah. So yeah. Well, guys, I just want to let you know that, like, in the next like month or two. I won't be recording so late in my time because, again, keep in mind I'm in Jersey, Casey's in California. Um, so that's why, like, sometimes I'm a little sleepy during our podcast or yeah. I trip over my words and stuff because I, you know, was up since, like, 5 in the morning She's and had- then I'm recording at, like, 12 a.m. So it's, like, bear with me. But that's all coming to an end Short. in, like, a month. Shortly. Exactly. 
yeah, you guys, this girl works really hard, and this girl is Erin. <laughs> like, she's, she's a busy, busy bee. I am a busy bee. Alrighty, you guys. So as usual, if you don't already follow our personal Instagrams, please go do that. Please definitely follow It's Tempting Pod on IG. If you guys have any questions, concerns, our email is it's temptingpod at gmail.com. We are going to have our merch store up soon. I'm just finishing some stuff up. I'm not going to lie, you guys. This week is kind of crazy for me because, like I said, Nicole's coming into town and I'm going to be drunk a lot of this week. So just going to put that out there. I love that. I'm so jealous again. We are living it up in LA. So I'm going to try to get it up ASAP, but I'll let you guys know. So that is still coming. And then the two best places to listen to us are Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Please leave us a five-star review. Please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. We love reading them. And mm-hmm. that's it, you guys. We freaking love you. We love you guys. We freaking love you guys. Alrighty. Bye. Bye.